0: What is up, guys? I don't know if you heard that boost. That was some street racing. Oh, street racing. What a great thing, honestly. It stimulates the economy. Just so. No, just kidding. It does not, but it could if they were smart, right? We're just going to pretend that people don't street race because they do. So let's discuss this in the best way possible. They need to set up toll roads for street racing, right? You got roads out in the middle of the desert that are just straight. They keep the tarmac perfect, right? From all these tolls that people are paying. And you make money off of the street racers. Because guess what? Some of those dudes are betting like 10 grand on a race. So if you're setting up a road, right? That's a toll road. And you're just charging people to street race on it. You're going to make a good amount of money. That's all I'm going to say. You get two dudes that are talking shit to each other. And one of them's like, look, let's go to the toll road and race. Then let's see who's talking shit then. Alright? It works out for everyone. Stake gets money, people street race, and it's safer. And, uh, yeah. I don't know why they don't do it. It's a no-brainer, but... I guess they make more money off of giving tickets. There's no way they make more money off of giving tickets. If you're giving out, like, ten tickets a day... That's a lot of tickets. But if you have ten people street racing a day... That's easy. That is easy money. You know how easy it would be to find ten people to street race? You know not to find them. You open up a toll road... They'll be coming in there in droves. That's all I'm going to say. So, if you're in the government in the state of Arizona, then you need to start doing this. So, welcome to episode two of the podcast. It is November November 8th, out here in beautiful South Phoenix. And uh, I just got back from camping. Went out to Florence this weekend with some buddies. Did some off-roading through the Martinez Mountains. I didn't do any off-roading. I tagged along because I don't have a 4x4 yet. So, just checking it out. It was awesome. Of course, there's a million side-by-sides. So many people are buying side-by-sides. It just blows my mind. And, uh, they're just out there all day, all night, willing in the side-by-sides. And, uh, yeah, if you like to go off-roading... Definitely check that place out, especially if you're in Arizona. They got cool stuff over there. We went up to this mine, ancient mine. Not ancient, that was a joke. It's called Martina's Mine, but they still got all the mine shafts open and stuff. They got a lot of the mining equipment up there, all the structures. It was really cool to see. And uh, those mountains are stunning. I haven't seen a lot of the Arizona mountains, but those are definitely some of the prettiest I have seen. They're very cool. Definitely different than the Uintas and the Wasatch Mountains that I'm used to, but still very, very cool. And it's not snowing right now, which is pretty nice, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it got cold, and my, my sleeping pad has a hole in it somewhere I can't figure it out, so... I was basically sleeping on the ground. Nice, hard ground. But I still passed out, so that was nice. Man... Been thinking a lot lately about Mars because it's right there in the sky. You look at it and you see it all the time. It makes me think like, if this landscape here in the southwest is so similar to Mars, like, who's saying we can't settle Mars, you know? And I honestly think we should. Like, Elon Musk saying he wants to die on Mars, and people are like, whoa, why would you want to die on Mars? I'd die on Mars, especially with the way society is going right now. Modern society is not getting any better. Consumer technology is not getting any better. Uh, We're just getting milked. America is just a huge cash cow, as you can see, right? You have just people skimming money from taxes for the military-industrial complex, all these institutions that are just pocketing money and amassing huge amounts of intellectual property from grad students, right? So... We're just a big cash cow, and until everyone in r- America realizes that, we're going to continue to be fucked on by the government just taking our money through regulations, through taxes, all this stuff. Like the Paris Climate Agreement, that's just nonsense. That is pure nonsense, all right? Are we not going to pretend? Are are we going to pretend like cars are the worst thing that happened to the Earth? Oh no, climate change, guess what? Hundreds of years ago, we had CO2 levels that were way, way higher than they were now. And that's what's needed to support that much life on the planet. Like the dinosaurs, they had tons and tons of CO2 along with a ton of oxygen because that's what's needed to sustain that amount of life in that in that much density, basically. Those, all those animals were huge. They were eating all sorts of stuff, eating each other, eating plants. If you don't have that much CO2, guess what? They can't be that big. They just can't. It's not possible. And so, us putting CO2 into the atmosphere is going to help the earth tremendously with population growth, especially. And you have all these vegans that want to get rid of all this meat and stuff. Guess what? That's great, you know? If you're a vegan, I'm not going to talk shit on you, but honestly, if you're going to be farming that much land, you have to have tons and tons more CO2. And guess what? Electric cars are not going to do that. I mean, they kind of are because you're burning coal and all that stuff to make all this electricity, except for here. We have nuclear power plants, which are nice and all, but guess what? They're outdated. And you know what? They will not put any money aside for new nuclear power plants, which we should do because there is absolutely no way in life that the grids can support the amount of electric cars they want to put on it. So... I don't know don't believe the climate change hype because i mean sure the climate's changing it always has been changing it's never stayed the same but to think that humans are making the climate worse that's just silly that is just really silly like yes we are making it better for ourselves by putting co2 in the air but we're not the only ones that benefit from it right plants are still going to benefit from it animals all over the place are going to benefit from it But you know what they're not going to benefit from? Decaying lithium-ion batteries sitting in landfills. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking shit on lithium-ion right now. And we're going to dive into this. Because listen, lithium-ion batteries degrade so quickly. Not so quickly, but compared to like nickel metal hydride, which is much, much better battery chemistry for electric cars. Those, the degradation on those is like 30% over 70 years, right? you got a 30% degradation on a Tesla battery in like three years, right? You go hop in a Model S, you switch out the tires or do any sort of change to it at all for efficiency, whether it's aerodynamic, or like I was saying, resistance from putting stickier tires on it, you're going to see an instant 30% drop. And that's just from changing the aerodynamic uh, coefficient on it, or... Like I was saying, uh, resistance, rolling resistance from the tires. So, if you have that 30% that's take, that's taken off just from that simple change, and then you have 30% degradation of the battery, you have a 60% cut in range, right? Over those two simple things. And guess what? The car's not even the, that usable at that point. What, are you going to be charging it all the time? And just taking energy from the grid? a horrible system honestly fossil fuels go fossil fuels that's all i'm gonna say that's actually not all i'm gonna say you know who owns the nickel metal hydride patent chevron the oil company or texaco i guess is the parent group but yeah they own the patent on the nickel metal hydride battery how they got it i have no idea gm is a bunch of fucking idiots for selling them it but I don't know, GM still has the best battery technology of any automaker. And no one likes to talk about that, so I'm gonna talk about it. Those Ultimum batteries, those things are badass. And uh, all other electric motors that they've got, it's already been tried, tested. You had the Chevrolet Volt, which was honestly such a great car that no one bought. And now you have the Bolt with a B. And uh, that's definitely one of the better EVs, but they just made it look like shit. So, that's the problem with that one. Honestly, the next generation will probably be better. We'll see. But, yeah, Chevron somehow owns the patents on nickel metal hydride batteries. And that's kind of what I think has been stopping electric cars from being, first off, cheaper and uh, a lot better in the long run. But, like I said, this is America. We're a big cash cow, right? They want us to buy cars every five years or so. So that's why they're using lithium-ion batteries, and uh, there's a better way, but no. They're just making these Teslas go fast, and they're like, oh, 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 it goes fast, that means it's good. No, I hate you, Elon Musk, for doing that, okay? Tell the truth, tell the truth. Elon, you're a piece of shit. Just kidding, I love you, and I want to go to Mars, so take me to Mars. do you talk about Mars? I don't know but we're going to right now. I think we could terraform Mars. If we just released all the water from underneath the crust, we might not even have to have a machine to do it. Honestly, if you had enough pressure from it coming up from the crust, like if you were fracking it or something like that, and you just let the steam go into the air, over time you could be able you could create an atmosphere. And if you're just doing that all over the planet, you could honestly create an atmosphere pretty quickly, like within 10 years or something. Maybe less. And then with that, right? Then you could just bring a bunch of CO2 in the atmosphere, which, honestly, now that I think about it, I don't know how you could get that much CO2 into Mars' atmosphere, but I'm sure they got fossil fuel on Mars. If they do have fossil fuel on Mars, that would blow my mind. That would completely blow my mind. That I would be shaken because that means there's been some sort of organic life on Mars before. Which wouldn't surprise me, because if Mars did have an atmosphere, it would be habitable. And now that it doesn't, it's not. So who's to say that a million years ago, Mars was inhabited by organic life. So, I don't know. Elon, let's terraform Mars together. Stop telling lies about batteries. And stop selling us garbage cars. I want to see Tesla succeed. I really do. But if they keep making these cars like this, it's just... They're not that great, all right? The build quality's garbage, like I was saying. The battery technology is pretty good, but guess what? It's not nickel metal hydride. So, you too, Chevron, release that fucking patent, all right? Electric cars are not going to kill the fossil fuel industry. People are still going to want to drive gas cars, because I know I will. I don't want to drive an electric car. I want to be able to shift my own gears in a Porsche. I want that flat six to sing all the way up to 8,000 RPM, While I have a huge smile on my face. Not while I'm sitting in my little boring-ass commuter with a huge screen. I hate those screens. I hate them. I'm sick of it. I want buttons. I want buttons, not screens. But they're kind of just grooming us, you know? They're putting screens everywhere. Because eventually, we're just going to be in a completely virtual world. You're going to go to work, clock in, clock out, and you're going to come home... You're going to put on your VR headset, and you're just going to be lost in that sauce for who knows how long. Then you're going to wake up the next day, you're going to do the same thing. And eventually, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be part of a matrix. And who's to say we're not part of it right now? (sighs) Once we go that deep into our... or Yeah, once we go that deep into VR, and we come be part of another simulation, it kind of proves the fact that we're already in a simulation. Cause if we can't transcend from our consciousness right now, then why would we go deeper into VR? Like VR is the opposite of transcending. It's literally the opposite. We're just being taken advantage of by the things we created. And so I don't ever I don't ever want to put on a VR headset. I don't wanna see virtual reality around me ever. I want to go to Mars, and I want to explore that planet. I don't want to explore the virtual world, because that's just not enticing to me, you know? I want to be known as one of the great explorers like Columbus or something like that, but on Mars, figuring out how to make life sustainable there and figuring out a new a new utopia there, right? Not utopia, but like Elon was saying, a place where it's just governed, it has self-governing principles, and you have cities there, but not big cities like here on Earth, you know? Big cities, all they do is just breed toxic ideas and they breed sickness. Like, I'm not saying the coronavirus is man made. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Like, it very well could be man made because there's a lot of people that are involved with it that have openly stated how they're obsessed with population control. Like Bill Gates, that piece of shit. If I saw him, I'd slap the fuck out of him so quickly. I I wouldn't even hesitate. And then I'd steal all of his Porsches. Just kidding. Uh, He's probably listening to me somehow. Because every time his name pops up for a threat, I'm sure he gets a little notification. Then he's like, oh, let's censor this son of a bitch. You evil overlord. Now I'm off topic, but... What was I saying? Oh, I'm so lost now. But yeah. I'd rather be known as one of the first explorers on Mars than to get lost in VR. I want to wake up every day and see parts of a place that no one has seen ever. Instead of exploring a place that people created. Cause then what? What happens then? All the people that created the VR, what do they become? Huh? Your gods? You want your gods to be human? I want my gods to be Martian, if I'm going to be honest with you. So, that's my take on VR and Mars. How they relate somehow. They don't relate, I just am comparing where I think people will go. So, hopefully we'll one day have the chance to go to Mars. And honestly, if I died there, that'd be a great place to die. Lay my bones on top of some Martian mountain. Maybe one day the Earth, all civilization will be destroyed, and then the next advanced civilization will see my bones and think, you know what, maybe we came from Mars. Just kidding, that would be horrible. I hope they see my bones and think, you know what, there was an advanced civilization before us. I wonder what we can learn from their downfall. And we should be thinking that too. We should be looking at stuff from like Gobekli Tepe and uh, all this Aztec, all these Aztec temples and stuff pyramids we should be looking at all of these things and debating the real origins of them and the real uses of them because some of this ancient knowledge has just been lost in the sauce and just lost over time and now you have new new science and stuff that's just been shutting out any other theories like all these scientists they're not open to new ideas they're completely institutionalized they have one way of thinking and that's it and that's silly. There's not one way of thinking for anything. There, things should always be debated, especially science. So, I don't know why we're just shut out from all these ideas that Earth or humans could have had, could have had advanced civilizations. And I mean, who even knows if we came from this Earth? If I'm going to be honest. No one really knows, but. I'm just off topic again, there is no topics, this is a podcast, just me ranting, so bear with me as I get better and better at this, and as I bring guests on this, I don't know who to bring on here yet, probably have a couple of my coworkers come on here, cause man, you should hear their fucking stories, that's all I'm gonna say, stuff about sex cults, engineering cults, lots of cults, leadership cults, I don't know why humans are so obsessed with cults it's just that hive mind people just people just want to be part of this hive mind of some sort whether it's a city right cities just have this hive mind where people's thoughts are basically all intertwined and it and for some reason all the shittiest thoughts come out like you see these big cities that just have horrible ideologies like Los Angeles and New York and San Francisco those are horrible places that is not a way for a human being to live in a city where it's dirty and you're around so many people all the time, there's constantly noise, interference from all sorts of things, cell towers, all this Wi-Fi. I mean, that's why they say when people go camping, like, oh, we got to disconnect. You're literally disconnecting from all that stuff because it does affect you whether you know it or not. And the more you pay attention to it, the more you notice it. And the more you notice it, the more you realize how far in people are. These cities are literally the whore of the earth. They're just... Oh, man. I don't know why it happens like that. You'd think a city would breed new ideas. Or fresh new ideas, I should say. Instead, we got all these shitty ideas from cities. Like, yeah, we have good pop culture that comes from cities like fashion in New York and all this media that comes out of Los Angeles, but... All the... All the the other things that come out because of that are just it's just plaguing this earth so I don't know maybe the Illuminati were right when they said they have 5, 000, or 500,000 people that will live in harmony with nature that's literally what they want to do what are those stone tablets called? I'm going to look them up real quick we are getting deep into conspiracy theories of this one Illuminati tablets. Is it going to show me? The Georgia Guidestones, that's what they're called. Let's see. Maintain humanity under five. Oh, yeah. Five hundred million people and perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Selective breeding is basically what's that saying. Unite humanity with a new with a living new language. Huh? Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. That's basically controlling religion right there. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. That could mean anything. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Yeah, I don't think so. We've seen a world court, and it has just fucked over the U.S. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. I can get on with that one. Balance personal rights with social duties. Hmm, no. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't even know what that means, honestly. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. How are we a cancer to the earth? Cities are a cancer to the earth. Middle America is not a cancer to the earth, alright? It's just these huge cities. And 500, 500 million people, what is there, 7 billion people now? And the Georgia Guidestones literally say they want 500 million people on the earth. And you guys want to pretend like there's not a global government that's trying to do population control. This virus, this is just the start of population control. Alright? It's only going to get worse and worse. They're poisoning food, and now they're going to be poisoning drugs. So, you guys better prepare. Everyone needs to learn to grow their own food. Butcher their own meat learn to hunt because no one should rely on the government absolutely no one should rely on the government because they're pieces of shit that's all i'm going to say and it's been exposed so much lately how corrupt the government is between like intelligence agencies and the military-industrial complex (sighs) some good tea yeah, you guys should look at the Georgia guide stones. Those are pretty sketchy. I'm not gonna lie. Oh wow, they've been there since 1980. I thought they were pretty new. 1980. Who the fuck put these up? Oh goodness gracious. It's in Georgia. That's funny. <sighs> wow we need to find a different topic besides the Georgia Guidestones and population control because I want to go into that but not right now I really want to put together a good podcast for it but always keep an open mind folks Always keep an open mind. Things are much stranger than you could ever imagine. They are much stranger than you could ever imagine. Yoko Ono said the inscribed messages are a stirring call to rational thinking. Is she crazy? Why do we give these people that are popular in pop culture and these celebrities, why do we even give them a voice? Half the time, they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm sick of this shit. Honestly, you guys should not listen to celebrities. Unless, like, I mean, I'm not saying you should never listen to them, but when they're talking out of their ass, don't fucking take it with a grain of salt. Because a lot of them do. Yoko Ono. What did she do besides make a bunch of music for a dude that just stole it? Yeah, that's right, John Lennon. I'm saying you stole Yoko Ono's music. You just used her as a cash cow. I'm sorry. That's uncalled for. I'm gonna end the podcast now cause I'm really not flowing that great right now my ideas are not popping into my head I'm just tired so this is the end of it thank you guys for listening I know this wasn't the best one but I'm getting into the flow so please please bear with me these will only get better and more structured as time goes on and always let me know what you guys think of it And what you guys want to hear about? Moi. Good night.